Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition, another episode, fun-filled episode where we talk all things resorts, but fun-filled episode of the Mickey Blog Podcast coming at you with a new episode every Friday. My name is Jared and I'm your host. I'm alongside Jesse and Kristen. How are you two fine folks doing? How's everything going? Good. Good. It's been it's been super hot. So we are exhausted from being in the parks all day. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine people that do it like for 12 hours. Like we're only there for like a half a day and it's like, wow, I'm exhausted and I'm just one person. It's, I can't imagine you like bringing your kids. It's and, still May yeah. too. Like I think Meredith and I were having this discussion a couple weeks ago. It's May, so it's still breezy, but like come the end of July, August, there's just no more air in Central Florida. No. It just stops. <laughs> so it's like, yep, it's true. It's it, The sun was just really strong today and the sun will, will it take it out of you, you know? So. Oh yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely a concern to think about is July and August in Orlando, yeah. which is coming up, and I'm kind of dreading it. Not gonna lie. Yeah. I um, mean, that's why we have resort pools that are awesome. You know, it's true. Uh, water parks and water lots parks. of things. Uh, yeah, you know, AC indoors, lots of cool things. Yeah. To AC do in the summertime. Walk into a uh, store to take a break. Honestly, exactly. But yes, it's also uh, the Friday before, by the time this episode comes out, uh, the Friday before Mother's Day. So yep. happy Mother's Day to all you moms out yeah. there. Yeah, happy Mother's uh, Day. Like like Kristen, um, very exciting. I hope all the moms out there get spoiled and showered with uh, proper praise. We just want um, naps. I know. I'm... I, I'm just putting it out there. If there's a mom <laughs> in your life who's like really just... We don't need the flowers. Like we just like silence would be nice. Just like a couple hours where it's there's like nobody yelling or like getting to take a rest. That would be like really. You can send the kids to my house and you can take really them. Really nice. It's so. an interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna return the massive bouquet of flowers I got my mother, and <laughs> I'm just gonna. Your mom has send like her- older kids, so I think you're safe. That's I'm gonna send her. I, I'm gonna send her a card in the mail. That just says coupon good for one nap. Nap. There you go. I'm telling I'm you, sure that'll work. You'd be hard pressed. It's a them. nice gift. Hard pressed to find the mom that doesn't want to get that. Hey, I guess I guess you are correct. But <laughs> either way, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Hopefully, you get to celebrate properly and um, call your moms. You know, if you're lucky enough to still have a mom around, call your mom, uh, talk to her, tell her that you appreciate her. So that's Jared's PSA of the episode. Now we're going to jump into some Disney uh, stuff because believe it or not, uh, that's what we talk about on this podcast. Yeah. So before we do, I do want to mention, as I always do, that this episode and every episode of the Mickey Blog Podcast is brought to you by Mickey Travels. We're going to go over more in depth about Mickey Travels later on, as we always do. And they are especially important when it comes to today's topic, which is all about, as I'm sure you saw from the title, But if you didn't read the title, if you just clicked it, if you were just like, I trust Jared, this is going to be great. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be amazing. Um, Then today's episode is going to be all about the Walt Disney World resorts, why you should stay there, our favorites, why they're our favorites, why my list is the correct one. (laughs) We're just going to dive into all of it. It's going to be a great episode. But before we do, let's jump into some of the Disney news and headlines of the week. Oftentimes on these episodes, we have a guest and we don't get to cover this topic, but when we don't have a guest and it's just us, we do like to spend a segment, usually 15, 20 minutes, where we discuss some of the biggest Disney news and headlines of the week. Obviously, we are a Disney blog, so head over to makeyblog.com to read up on all of this news we're about to talk about or, you know, read much better better explained versions of what I'm about to talk about because, you know, I'm going to do my best. Yeah, more in-depth. By our amazing writers that aren't Jared. (laughs) Anyways, let's dive into it, shall we? Uh, So, guys, I'm sure you saw um, Kristen and Jesse, but Monday brought us some pretty major Disney news. You know, I always find it funny. I, you know, right when you think everything is normal, it's just not, and they drop a bunch of news. Um, Always, always. I got home from the parks, and. On Monday, and I was working on a bunch of different things, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to try to wrap up my day a little early today." You jinxed it. And then I got a call. He always does. And then I got a call, and basically got a scoop on 
a bunch of Disney stories dropping in 45 minutes. It was like 46 minutes. Get get to your computer, get to your phone. Like this is what's happening. And then, of course, the big article from the Disney Parks blog dropped. And essentially, we're going to talk about that. So first news of this huge, huge article was that Park Pass reservations are officially going away for date-based tickets as of January 9th, 2024. So right off the bat, uh, what are your guys' feelings on that? I feel like some people out there have certainly asked for this uh, in the past. I'm annoyed. <laughs> You're like, annoyed? Yes. Why Why does it have to be for certain tickets? If you're going to get rid of the park pass system, just get rid of the park pass system. I, I get that they need to take their steps and measurements that they need to do, but I feel like we're you know, three years past COVID now. Like, If you're going to get rid of it for certain tickets – just get rid of it for all the tickets. I so I'm I'm kind of confused in that aspect of that. I would I just wish they would just be done with it if they're gonna do that. The thing is, is it doesn't measure. Um, it's not for crowd control anymore. No. If you remember the FastPass Plus system that was currently the thing, is you had to reserve ahead of time, right? You reserved your yeah. three uh, attractions That's ahead of time, and that was their gauge yeah. for who was gonna be in what park first thing in the morning when they did away with that and they Mm -hmm. did this part that's what that metric serves now is so they know for staffing and for other things i don't know because i don't work for disney where they need to have like that's what it exists for now it's not crowd control they say it is but we all were there over spring break we know that that's a hot hot lie because it's just like packed to the brim with people. So I don't think it's a coincidence that it's like, we're going to get rid of this sort of, and then we're also going to change the genie system because y'all don't like to do it day of. So I think you're going to see this, like, (laughs) you know, you're going to reserve ahead of time. And because you're reserving ahead of time, that's why they're going to kind of drop this for resort guests for the, you know, but it sucks as an AP because we're going to get good to go mm-hmm. dates, but basically they're going to be the dates that like the bonus reservation dates now that we get, right? Like May is chock full of them because it's not that crowded. I guarantee yeah. you it's going to be like that. Like, okay, when it's not crowded, mm-hmm. then you don't have to make one. And it's just like, as an annual yeah. pass holder, you should get the benefit, not like the back. The, yeah, exactly. Like whatever that they're not willing to do for anybody else. Yeah. yeah. But the, the so I mean, the reasoning behind that, obviously, is as Chapek so poetically put, um, you know, they're they're like he liked to talk about how they're shooting for the guests that are coming for a week long trip and booking day to day tickets and all that. And those are our more valued. Well, they don't make money on us. Obviously, you know, they don't make as much. Exactly. Exactly. I get it. But like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's bad optics for annual pass holders, but they know that annual pass holders are their highest of fans, so they're not going to stop buying annual passes. Yeah, and they're right. So it's it's such a – and they're right, you know? I mean, so so I think at this point, them monitoring annual pass holders and, you know, cast members is their way of being like, okay, we still want to track how many of them are coming in because they're not paying – 150 bucks a day. Yeah. So we need to keep track of how we should staff based on those numbers comparatively to the everyday guests on vacation. Um, it, it totally makes sense. It sucks for annual pass holders still, but I do think it's a step in the right direction. So it is. that, so but. bringing that up though, good to go days. So obviously Kristen just briefly explained that, but essentially this was the number two, there was five big stories that were released on this big, huge news drop at two o'clock on Monday, um, <laughs> Easter standard time. Don't ask me how I know that. Uh, so just, specific. just, just some PTSD from a very big day on Monday. Uh, but basically good to go days was introduced. And essentially as Kristen was briefly explaining, um, annual pass holders and cast members will not need to make reservations when these dates show up on their calendar. So when you go in to like make a reservation, you'll see as of now, You'll see like the little stars for bonus reservations. They're like the yellow stars. Um, 
But instead of that, you're getting good to go days where it's, uh, I'm sure it's, I don't know, what's the symbol for that going to be? But it, just like you a, still have to a check. Double star. Thumbs up. <laughs> this is the thing that they're not understanding. You still have to check. So you still have to go in as yeah. an annual pass holder and see, do I need a reservation? And check. So you're not making my life any easier. I'm. It's not changing a single no. thing except for that I don't get a confirmation right. email. Exactly. So like, I don't know that. <laughs> I delete so many of them. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing though. Like if, if it's a good to go day, I feel like there's going to be some of those days, you know how like bonus re- reservations, they change. Mm-hmm. I feel like good to go days are also going to mm-hmm. change. And what if I, okay, I look two weeks in advance. It's a good to go day. I forget about it because I, it's good to go. Yeah. And then I go in the day of like, oh, you need a reservation. Yeah. It just seems squishy to but, me. So I but, don't know what the, the thought is here on this. So so here's another know. thing too. You have the added layer now where annual pass holders, with the exception of Magic Kingdom on weekends, yeah. get to just walk into the park after two. At any time after two, anyways. Correct. So it's like there's so many weird things happening yeah, so many here. Rules. And, and Jesse brought up a good point in the sense where like very easily you could just be like, All right, no more reservations. January January 9th, figure it out. Like Yeah. And I, and I understand their only real reason behind that has to do with staffing and them trying to prepare that. But there are ways you can do that without it making so, I would say, difficult on the user yeah. end. Um, but either way, you know, we'll take what we can get. And I think both of these are solid steps in the right direction. They are. Uh, I feel like it needs to be fans. seen. Simpler. I don't yeah. know yet. Yeah. I think it needs to be just a step simpler than what they've released. Yeah. I, they, mm-hmm. I feel like they made it overly complicated now. Just give me park reservations yeah, or don't. I agree with Jesse. I it, don't think yeah. this makes anything better yeah. in any way. I think they are now overcomplicating it because they're we're going to get into it next, but they're messing with Genie and it's like, listen, Universal yeah. doesn't have uh, all this. You know what I mean? You don't want to lose ride. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lose attendance over there. Make it easy. Make it easy. Yeah. Yeah. It is it is interesting, um, but the third big you know um, story coming out of this, and perhaps the biggest of all, is that the Disney Dining Plan is officially set to return. People have been discussing and talking about the Disney Dining Plan since so pre-COVID, twenty nineteen essentially. People have been asking for it to come back. Uh, very exciting for families and and guests who do utilize the Disney Dining Plan. It's officially set to return. Uh, with two different options. Essentially, you're going to have the quick service option or the full Disney dining plan option. They're set to return again January 9th, 2024. What do you guys think of this? Did you guys have you guys ever utilized this before as a family? Do you know people who have? Um, and like, do you, I guess, like, what are your thoughts on the on the plan itself? Um, so Disney dining plan, like for me, I've never used it. Even when I came as a family, we never used it. Um, you know, yeah, we would stay in the parks for an extended period of time, but we always had a car with us so we could leave and go off property to eat and then come back. So it was never really an issue on our end, um, to actually need a dining plan. So I honestly don't know a whole bunch about it. For us, um, and this is, I, I get, I'm flustered or confused sometimes how families use it and how they justify it. So for me, Um, I have little kids, they're eight and five now, and they obviously were smaller when the dining plan was there. We never, I didn't understand how it's like, okay, I have all of these table service credits that I have to use, but I didn't know if my kid was going to be sleeping and I'm not taking a sleeping baby out of a stroller. I don't have the desire to like mess with my life. Like, like I like myself and my life. I don't want to mess with that and like cause like that chaos when you wake up a sleeping baby like to go eat like it worked so well for us to just be like on the fly and to go and like if we feel like eating then we eat and like not be tied to like I have to use these credits because I paid for them and I feel like you don't get the bang for your buck almost because you're just eating that stuff because you've paid for it so to me it never now again commercial for Mickey travels without meaning to have a commercial for Mickey travels, you should talk to your agent about how you are, how you vacation and they can probably do the numbers for you and figure out if it's worth it. Um, 
because it never was worth it for me because I'm not going to, again, wake up my child and do this and one is sleeping and one is cranky and one, and and again, like they don't eat anything when they're little. So like, why am I paying for this like huge meal for them when they're really eating? I don't know. Cause you are paying for it ahead of time. It's not free. Now, if you get the promo when they do the promo, that's a different story, but like, you're just paying for it ahead of time. So I never understood that. Like, why am I paying for my child to eat this big meal when they're going to throw it on the floor and they're going to take two bites of macaroni and cheese. And I just paid $35 for that. Mm, I don't think so. So yeah, I feel like it'd be different if you had like teenagers, like maybe Jared, like for you guys in your family, when you guys went as a family, your mom had all your siblings with you. Like that maybe would have made sense if you guys didn't just eat two bites of mac and cheese. But again, it just kind of depends on maybe the ages and yeah, again, like kind of, you have to number it out. I mean, I was going to say, I mean, my my family used the dining plan yeah. quite a bit when we would go on trips, and I'm one of five. So yeah. uh, my mom and my parents trying to keep us organized. One, the older I get, the more I don't understand how they did that. <laughs> she did Again, that. Shout out to my mom and yeah. Mother's Day. This is why you appreciate your mom on Mother's Day. But <laughs> like literally – you have five different kids of different age ranges. But one thing my family does is eat. We love to eat and everybody's got big appetites. Yeah. And my stepdad's a big six foot five guy who played college basketball. So like he can eat more right. than anybody I've ever seen. Like, you it know, works, so yeah, you that it, it, makes it sense. works for us. Uh, it, yeah. it depends on the family and it depends on the situation. But I think the problem here was that we didn't even have it as an option for the last several years. So Correct. having it back, whether you're in Kristen's case where she's saying that she doesn't utilize it or her family doesn't utilize it versus like my family who did, the fact that it's an option I think is is the oh, bigger yeah. story more than anything. Yeah. That, that I love that they're bringing it back. It. See, I'm kind yeah. of irritated exactly. they're bringing it back. Sorry, I'm like a stick in the mud. But like what I find is that with no dining plan – the reservations for certain restaurants are easier to find. So like I was just on the other day and I'm like, you know what? I've never taken um, Harper's, my daughter. She's never eaten inside the castle. And like I can find a reservation for the summer for Cinderella's Royal Table. No problem. Once the dining plan comes back, people flock to that one especially because it's prepaid and it's very pricey. So like I find that then yeah. like the the availability of some of these things, again, as a local and as an annual pass holder where you just kind of want to decide that you want to do this real quick and go, those options are like now non-existent. So like from a selfish standpoint, I'm kind of bummed about that because I've liked being able to grab something, yeah. you know, like 45 days out instead of like being right there. I mean, and it used to be 180 days out. So like, I don't, I can't even imagine now, like if they extend that again to 180 being local, having to think like, where am I going to want to eat in six months? Like, I don't know. So mm-hmm. no idea. I hope that that doesn't come back. I and I'd hope that they can kind of like figure out a way that some reservations are still available for people like last minute. Or local. Yeah. I didn't even think you of know? that. That's a good point. I think that Kristen what she's trying to say is for Mother's Day, she just wants a nap because she she had and a bad dream last night involving yeah. involving just, like living with the land. And she came into this episode. She's like, no, I just want to be gross, able to get everything the dining bad. reservation I want like <laughs> when I think of it. And I just like to yeah. all the moms out there, like sometimes my family operates very last minute because like, you know, someone was sick yesterday. Like these things happen. So like I want to be able to just do it when I think of it and not have to like constantly be like it's a vacation at the end of the day. Like all of this like. Yeah. planning i don't know again use an agent i guess is yeah. the moral of the story because I, i'm gonna have to start using definitely. an agent because i don't think i can keep up anymore <laughs> yeah so well there's a few more few more uh storylines from this big news drop again this is all the exact same story if you want to head over to mickey blog we covered it all but uh this is all in the exact same news drop that disney park started tweeting all this so uh the fourth big story is that early theme park entry, late park hours offered to resort guests will continue through 2024, which is great that that's a perk. It's kind of weird, the announcement. It's like, hey, this thing that we're already doing is is Dang. not going anywhere, which I guess is kind of nice because there's a lot of things that do get announced. It's like, hey, it's yeah. going away. So I guess it's kind of nice. And I will say this, the extended 
uh, resort hours. That is a perk for specifically deluxe resort guests. I am happy to see that that's remaining. Um, so yeah, and then also beyond that, the there are th- this is another kind of strange announcement, but they essentially announced that updates to Genie Plus services will be coming down the road. Not a lot of details there. They just basically said like. Stay tuned, but they did mention briefly that that includes basically booking your genie uh, beforehand, which just to me sounds a whole lot like Fast Pass Plus, and it feels like we're going backwards here. But but it's okay, you know. And then lastly, uh, they did announce that officially 2024 trips will be open to be booked as of May 31st, 2023. So that's coming, obviously, in the next few weeks. Yeah. Uh, very exciting for uh, families planning their 2024 trips. But what did you guys think of those next few headlines uh, overall? As I said, not a lot of details in those few storylines there. Yeah. Um, but but it's okay because, you know, I, I just felt like they were like, you know what, Jared seems busy, but what if we made him busier? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's a few more things. No, uh, but um, definitely if you want more details on all of that, of course, head over to the blog because we do detail more about all of that. However, there are a few more uh, storylines we do want to briefly go over before we get into our main topic of the episode, diving deep into resorts and all things Walt Disney World resorts. There is a new restaurant coming to Epcot. That's the Shiki Sai Sushi Azakaya, God, I am need horrible to brush at up pronouncing on your things, Japanese, but I did, sir. I don't speak I clearly, Japanese, so I did my best. But it's opening, obviously, at the Japan Pavilion in Epcot this summer. It's replacing the space that was occupied by Tokyo Dining. Um, Disney released some photos and, uh, like you know, quick glance at some of the offerings coming there. It does look like it's going to be a bigger, more diverse you know, palette friendly menu compared to Tokyo dining, which is kind of exciting for families because I know that was one of the complaints with Tokyo dining is people are like, okay, well, what do I do if I don't like sushi? But you know, why are you at a sushi restaurant? Um, It's Epcot. There's literally a hundred more restaurants. So yeah, it's true. I don't even eat at restaurants at Epcot. I just go to stands. But um, lastly, I just added this because it's exciting for me personally. Um, Basically, uh, Encanto and Soul experiences are coming to the Disney Magic. It was docked for three weeks, and during that three weeks, they added Encanto and Soul um, I love experiences. It. Soul is getting a lounge, uh, very cool because Soul, I believe, is a super underrated Disney film, Me and too. I do think more people need to rewatch that. If you haven't rewatch one. it, um, and obviously Encanto is Encanto, but the reason it's exciting for Jared is because I'm just going to be selfish here for a second, and I'm actually going oh, on the yeah. magic in less than two months now. Uh, uh, my wife and I had this cruise planned for a long time. She's never been on a Disney cruise, and we just booked the magic, obviously having no clue of these new experiences. So I'm very excited to get to see them very, very early on in the process. I'm sure even though my wife is going to tell me no working on our one-year anniversary oh. cruise, I'm going to be sending in a billion photos and videos of the I'm two sure. new experiences for our team because I can't help myself. Um, but yeah, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on those two experiences? What are your uh, Well, Jesse's the animated fi- film fan. So Encanto and Soul, what did you think of those two films? Uh, which one do you like more? And uh, yeah. I like Soul more, a lot more. Um, I love Soul. Soul was just one of those really underrated movies that you have to kind of wrap your head around. It's one of those movies that makes you think, and it's just different from all of Disney and Pixar's other, you know, style yeah. movies like that. Where Encanto was, it was a musical with a talking house yeah, and a good. princess style. I, it was cute, but for me, it wasn't like I wasn't one of those people that I was like, oh my god, Encanto, like. For me, it's just it's just okay. So, like for the soul experience, like I'm really hoping they do like a jazzy lounge or something. Like that sounds did, so yeah. cool. So, I'm definitely excited for that. I can't wait to see photos of that and hopefully see it in person yeah. one day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I going back to the sushi restaurant in Epcot because I basically <laughs> agree with Jesse's assessment on the soul and the Encanto thing. So I have nothing to add there. Um, Love yeah. it. <laughs> Why just repeat what it. she said? Um, I am excited about that, but I feel like the Japan Pavilion already has so many restaurants. Yeah, there's a lot of food 
there and then they get a booth on top of it for the festivals. So I, I question that when there's some other countries that don't like, you know, that either I'm trying to think of one that doesn't have a restaurant. I think they all pretty much do, but I mean, I think, I think Morocco Morocco has one main restaurant and their main restaurant has been closed down for quite a while. Like that's, that's a, a country that could use some more. Yeah. So sure. like, again, um, there's like mo- many of them just have one or like one in a quick service and they have like a quick service and then they yeah. have two restaurants Oh, three because then they have Takumi Tei. So like they have so much, mm. so many food options that it's like a little strange so that then they would decide to like take Tokyo Dining out and put something else in. Now, my guess is maybe that Tokyo Dining was run by another company that can't do it anymore, but I don't know. I don't know that. So mm. I'm just guessing. So I'm not sure. So I'm sure we could Google it and mm. find out, but yeah. I'm not going to do that. Well, uh, if nothing else, if you like sushi, the menu certainly looks awesome. Yeah. And, um, and uh, frankly, sorry, the menu, we haven't seen the menu, but the glimpse, yeah, the, the, glimpse the sneak peek, yummy. rather, uh, the pictures look great. And if you'd like to read up more about it, again, just head over to the blog. We're going to jump into our main topic, though. Uh, we covered news stories for quite a bit. So we're going to jump into our main topic for the second half of the episode, which is all things Walt Disney World Resorts. Um, and uh, yeah, before we do, I'm going to stop and talk about Mickey Travels, as I always do. Um, and this episode and every episode of the Mickey Blog Podcast is sponsored and brought to you by Mickey Travels. So Mickey Travels is a nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning. They are diamond earmarked by Disney and their services are always 100% free. So reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation at MickeyTravels.com. That's MickeyTravels.com, making magic one vacation at a time. Now, the reason this episode and we mentioned earlier why, you know, it, it has even more to do with our sponsor than usual is, you know, I think when a lot of people are planning a Disney vacation, a lot of people get daunted when they start looking at the resorts because unlike Disneyland where you got three resorts yeah. and a bunch of like partnered resorts in the area, there are a lot of Walt Disney World resorts, uh, you know, 25 plus when you start including all the other resorts, it gets even higher than that. The resorts that are partnered with Disney or you get the same benefits, the Disney Springs partner resorts, you know, Reedy Creek, there, there's a lot of stuff going on there. So uh, either way, it, it's a little daunting. So before we jump into why you should stay at a Walt Disney World resort and then we get into our favorite resorts for each category, we're going to break it in to value resorts, moderate resorts, and deluxe resorts, I wanted to ask you guys a little fun sentimental question first because, you know, uh, I don't want to sound too formal. Uh, Oftentimes I start ranting and I start sounding like NPR and nobody (laughs) likes that. Uh, Well, you do like NPR, but you don't come here for NPR. So anyways, uh, do you guys have any sentimental or emotional sort of memories, happy memories you know, any memories, really, if you want to talk about sad memories, you can too, but I prefer to keep things happy. Uh, either way, memories at the Walt Disney World resorts. Obviously, Kristen, yeah. you have a different experience than Jesse and I do, being that not only are you older, but you've been going to the parks longer than we have. Um, I have, as you guys know, a very um, major moment in my life that's happened at a Disney resort. So we all have our own little story, but we'll start with you, Jesse. Do you have any specific memories or things that you think about when you think about the Walt Disney World resorts? Yes. I mean, of course, they're on my list too, but my main one that I have stories, multiple stories for is the Grand Floridian. And the Grand Floridian, my dad would always come up for work trips and they would stay at Contemporary or the Grand Floridian. And there was one work trip that he was like, Jess, you want to come with me? I'm going to Disney World. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I want to go with you. Let's go to Disney World. Hello. He's like, we'll all be in meetings all day, but you can just hang out at the Grand Floridian pool. And I was like, okay, (laughs) sure. That was the first year I ever stayed at the Grand Floridian, came to a big Disney resort that was like super fancy. Um, It was also the first time I ever went to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So you guys know how much I love Halloween. And that was like... His boss was like, oh, we're going to go to the Halloween party tonight. Like, make sure you have your daughter bring like a little costume or whatever. So I dressed as a candy cane. Or not a candy cane. I'm sorry. Candy <laughs> like, <wow>. corn. <laughs> candy cane. 
candy corn, dressed as a candy corn. Dressed as a candy corn. Yeah, candy corn. Um, <laughs> and it was so fun because my dad was like, oh, my God, you're a little candy corn. And I was like, can I give you, like, a hat or something? So we made my dad, like, wear a little hat. Um, but it was so fun because, again, like, it was my first Halloween party, first time at a big resort. Um, so I have that one as my first time at Grand Floridian. And then I have one more at Grand Floridian. It was actually with Kristen. So – I know. So um, it was me, Kristen, and our friend Yolanda. We had just started our company called Niche Collective, and it was so fun. We went to the pool all day, and then I was playing with her kids at the kid pool. She knows where I'm going with this. I was playing with her kids at the kid pool, and I hit my toe underneath a ginormous cement brick inside the kiddie pool which area. Which has no business being which, in a kiddie pool area, by the way. It was like in that splash pad there. Like, no. Yeah, the splash pad with the hat that drops. Yeah, so I broke my toe. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a fun like next two weeks because I- This is like a favorite memory of yours? Yes, because it was so fun. Like my toe was in physical pain, but we were like, okay, you know what? I'm going to limp around. We like went and ate dinner. We watched the fireworks and my toe is like black and blue. And I'm like, guys, I think I really broke my toe. But it was just so funny. And it's such a memory because now like- when my toe hurts, I think of that day and I'm like, oh, that was such a fun day, but I really hurt my toe. Fun, but yeah, she, it, it, her toe just kept getting like really worse through the course of the night. We're like, I don't. It, it was so bad. It was, it was, I was like, oh I was like, oh my God, guys, like my foot is yeah. turning black and blue. And they were like, like seriously? And I showed them the and they were like, oh, <laughs> but it was such a fun day. Like it was great. And we got caught in a rainstorm, yeah. which was even funner. <laughs> we were soaked. That was a wild day. It was great. It's it was wild, but it was so fun. And it's, you know, Disney's unpredictable between rainstorms and breaking toes. And like we still had an amazing day. Like that's the whole point of the story. You just never know when a break is gonna come out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah, like, you, just, you could you can't predict things yeah. like that. So Grand Floridian, I just I have so many fun memories there. Good and I have bad. I feeling you're gonna fun. be bringing up Grand Floridian again later on. I will. But uh, Kristen, any uh, specific have, memories that I jump have out too to many. you? I mean, we can of... be here all day. Yeah. I mean, I remember when the Grand Floridian was built, like taking the monorail through it when it was still like in scaffolding back in 1988, 89. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember staying at the contemporary, like when I was a real little kid and like, it was just that one in Polynesian. And I, I mean, I remember when, yeah, staying when like the moderates were like a new thing, you know, yeah. so staying over mm-hmm. there. And so I just, I have so many between like me being young and now like, you know, with, with my kids too. So we won't go into all of them because we'll be here all day. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear that. So That's it's just endless That's endless fair. memories I, at literally almost i think i haven't stayed at like two of them so you've yeah, stayed, stayed at i think coronado I i've never stayed at and i've never stayed at any of the all-stars but other than that i've stayed at all of them i've done all of those i've done all the all-stars and yeah, i've done coronado i feel pretty fortunate because i've actually um gotten to stay at every single walt disney world resort that's uh, awesome so that that's pretty cool and I just moved down here a few years ago. Some of it's happened since, but I just got lucky. I, I had a mom who was obviously such a huge Disney fan and, you know, she did work for Plan Disney um, and she would bring us on these trips and we would we would mix it up and we would do a different hotel almost every single time, which was kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of in, being that I've stayed at everyone. Like Kristen, I just have like way too many resort memories. Yeah. So I, it's not like I'm saying no to the own question that I wrote down, but yeah. kind of. I mean, I the thing is, is I got engaged at the Riviera, obviously. That's like your top. Most, it has to be. Yeah. I mean, it's like impossible to top that yeah. in terms of like a memory because I got to surprise, you know, my fiance at the time, wife now, like with her family and my family. And it was all like we were flying people in and we were trying to surprise her. She had no idea. I almost passed out from stress like four times. We got through it. The point is that's obviously like could never be topped, but I will say one of the things I love about the Walt Disney world resorts, not just are they unique, but some of the offerings you're getting there are like world-class incredible stuff. So for example, at Port Orleans, you can take a horse-drawn carriage Um and it's extremely romantic and it's gorgeous because you get to go through where French Quarter is. You go through Riverside. You're right there on the water. And 
for my three year anniversary with Molly, which was 2017, uh, six years ago now, um, I was still in college. She was still in college and we finished our college semesters and went and celebrated and we stayed at like an all-star resort, but I was like, yeah. I got that as like a surprise for her. Um, one of those horse-drawn carriages, which for, you know, 20, 21 year old Jared was, uh, was expensive. And it was a big deal. And I didn't know what I was doing. And we got over there and it like, she, I still have videos of her on that because she was like just smiling the whole time. And at the very end, they have you take a photo with the horse and the horses there have taken so many photos with guests that they'll pose. They pose. They'll literally pose for you. So I have a photo of her where they say, okay, like, and then the uh, horse trainer like snaps and the horse will go and like moves his whole head and like puts it on your shoulder. It's incredible. It's very cool. So yeah, that, that's, that's quite the resort, but let's, let's jump into more specifics here for our listeners because we want this episode in the next 20 or so minutes of this episode to be really a guide for you. We want you to be able to listen to this and and understand why we love these specific resorts a lot, understand why you should stay at a Walt Disney World resort, understand why you should book with Mickey Travels to help you. But beyond all that, let's get right into the whys and the perks of it all because it, there are specific perks. Starting with transportation, every resort will have complimentary transportation to the parks. We're going to get into some resorts that have really cool transportation. Some resorts just have buses, but you got the Skyliner, you got boats, you got, you know, you can walk to certain parks, you know, there's, you got the monorail. So that's really cool. Getting early theme park entry, you get to the parks early because of that. Extended evening theme park hours are available for deluxe resort guests. Early access to dining reservations, early access to Genie Plus and getting individual lightning lanes. Complimentary parking at many of the theme parks. Proximity to to your room, really. I mean, staying at a Disney resort can save you a ton of time, which we're going to get into. Most of the standard rooms even sleep up to five guests. There's so many cool pools, plenty of dining options, and more than anything else, you're like a part of the Disney bubble, which I always found was such a big deal. And I'm not going to get into this because I'll get all grumpy, but it's one of the things why I loved Magical Express because I just loved it. It was so, it was such a huge part of that, like, like bringing you into a trip, you know, like you'd land at the airport and you'd get on that bus and they had the Disney music playing yeah, the and the Disney, little Disney video. Exactly. And you're like, you're in it. You're in it already. Once you get on that bus, you're in it. And you get straight to the Disney bubble, which is property. And you it, you don't have to be in the park to feel like you're yeah. fully there. Because there's so much of that whole Disney magic at all these resorts too. They do a great job at that. Yeah. So all of these perks, if you guys had to pick like one of these perks that you always say like, is the biggest reason why you would recommend someone to stay on property. What What do you think? Transportation. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly, I the bus system is great, but it takes forever. So for me, if I can do a Skyliner or a monorail or, or a boat or walk, anything else mm. besides a bus, I would prefer yeah, the that. Yeah, the bus is the last on my like – we need to get from point A yeah. to point B. How do we get there? I'm always like, bus, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If I have to take a bus, like I will take a bus, but I try to avoid it just because it, it just yeah. takes so long. Um, I also get motion sickness. Buses are bumpier than ever. So, And I feel like you just don't know yeah. with the bus too, because like, I mean, now they have it in the app. I think it, like you can check and see what time the bus is coming yeah. to your resort. But again, like. It's never it's not correct. correct. Like when you have kids too, like I can't guarantee that I'm going to be there. I could leave it nine o'clock. I can't guarantee you I'm going to get to the end of or to the front of the resort by 10, 15. I can't guarantee that. No guarantees. So it's like, no. not. and then you have to wait and it's like, you just, you don't know. So I'm with you. Yeah. That's my biggest mm. thing always. What about you, Jared? Um, I mean, I think transportation is a huge part of it, but, yeah. and I, I especially love 
I'm not going to lie, I love the boats in the Skyliner the most. I do like the monorail a lot, but whenever I get to take like one of those Disney boats, I always like the older I get, the more relaxing I find them. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's almost like a ride in itself. I it's took like, a boat the other like, day. Taking a little boat ride is, is wonderful. I took a boat the other day for no reason, except I just wanted to ride the boat. I had to go from like Epcot to Boardwalk and the boat was there. And I was like, why would I walk this when the boat is right there? <laughs> It's literally right there, but I was like, the boat yeah. is just so relaxing. It is. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. And I love the the smaller mm. wooden ones that have been around forever that take you yeah. to like the poly. Me too. Those are so great. You get like the breeze and everything. It's Those are really nice. But They do have lots yeah. of spiders though. Do they? That's true. I don't think they've uh, you been just got to be careful yes. of those spiders. Just don't look up. Um, but I would say like the biggest perk in my opinion um, – is again like just staying in the bubble of it all. I think if you stay at a even a Disney Springs resort, which I'm not saying like those resorts are bad because I've stayed at several of them and yeah. they're actually very nice for and they're budget friendly and and everything like that. Um, but I just I really love the idea where you're just you're in it, you know, like and every resort has its own little perk that way. Like if oh, yeah. you're staying at art of animation or pop century you've got the skyliner now that's such a huge perk you can literally jump on the skyliner get to that station then boom you get to take a skyliner to either epcot or hollywood studios you can resort hop around the other resorts like it there's just there's that extra perk in my opinion and yes it does go back to transportation but either way just being in that bubble is it is a huge deal so speaking of those two Let's jump into uh, value resorts for our first section of the, um, you know, uh, whole episode, shall I say. Uh, when you guys think about value resorts, this is – okay, let me explain to our get to our listener. Um, we are going to cover, as I mentioned earlier, value resorts, moderate resorts, and then deluxe resorts. And we'll talk about all of them, but what we're also going to do is we're also going to discuss our favorite, you know, two in each section, if that uh, helps um, to be specific. So let's talk about value resorts uh, first, because you know um, we're gonna we're gonna slowly go go upwards in terms of um, pricing and and quality and all that. So. The value resorts that are on property include the All-Star Movie Resort, the All-Star Music Resort, the All-Star Sports Resort, Disney's Art of Animation, Disney's Pop Century, and the campsites at Disney's Fort Wilderness. So we can all pick two um, that you would recommend to people. So Kristen, you go first. What are your two that you recommend out of the value section and why? Um, I would recommend uh, Pop Century or Art of Animation. Uh, Art of Animation is classified as a value, but some of those rooms get real pricey because they're the family suites. So that's always been a little bit of a puzzler for me because I don't, I thought that the, like the classification (laughs) depended on the price and the price can be like the contemporary, but yet it's a value. So like, I don't, that's again, a little, little puzzling, Mm. but um. Yeah, I like those two. I like their kind of cheesy kitschiness. I think that they're a good deal in that. I was actually just looking for the summer for like the annual pass um, or Florida resident discounts. And it's like very affordable for one night in Disney. And those are not words that I find myself saying very often um, for all of the values, but then for those as well. And I feel like you just get a little bit more with those. They've been recently renovated. Uh, you get the transportation with both of those. Their food courts are good. They always have their food courts are always on the list. Whenever we get a Disney eats guide and a foodie thing, there's always cool stuff at those food courts. And um, yeah, there's like pools all over the place. There's like a big loud pool and there's quiet pools and you could do your laundry there if that's what you want to do on vacation. So I think that they're they are great for families. I know I like the 90 section of pop century with my kids or the 80 section with the big Roger rabbit. We always like, there's that big laptop in the 90 section. And my kids are always like, what's that? I don't, what are, what is that thing? I don't get it. I don't like, they don't, there's like beepers and big old cell phones on the wall. I just love that retro stuff. So they're like, why, what is a beeper? I don't, what is that? And I have to have those awkward conversations. You're going to start offending people. 
<laughs> You're going to start offending people if you refer to 90s stuff as um, retro. It is. Which, it is yeah, now. it's not my determination that it is. is. Just scroll through Instagram for a hot second and people are calling you Good. old. People are <laughs> like, yeah, it's not mine. Uh-uh. No. This is... The people have spoken. Like it. It, it's just... It hurts. It, it sucks. Okay, y'all were hurts. like born in the 90s. <laughs> but, I was like uh, a legitimate <laughs> human that yeah. has recollections of... Yeah, I was like going to school, living my life, driving. So like, I don't. I have a few tiny faint memories from the '90s. Not much, but there's there's a few little blurry faint four four or five year old Jared memories. It's okay. It's great. Uh, So Jesse, what about you? What are two of what are your two favorites out of the value resort options? So I agree with Kristen. I mean, AOA and Pop are just so cool. AOA, I think I mentioned Art of Animation on like every resort podcast we've ever done because I just love their Christmas decor, their Halloween stuff, the way that they decorate the animation area. Um, It's just, it's so fun. And I'm I'm a very artsy person. So just seeing like art all over the walls is so fun. Um, But I actually kind of guessed that you both were going to pick AOA and Mm -hmm. Pop, which we'll see what Jared has to say. So I wanted to throw in the campsites. Um, the campsites at Fort Wilderness are beyond amazing. Like the way that they decorate for the holidays is so cool. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with like me being a local, but like my family will come up, um, and my cousins are there every year and they always pick either Halloween or Christmas. Sometimes they do both. Um, last year they did both and it was amazing, but they'll always have me and my fiance go and we, they rent a golf cart and, we go and we look at all the campsites for Halloween. People are handing out like the candy and the treats and they have like mystery scavenger hunts and all these really cool things. They have the golf cart parades. Um, so just really neat to be a part of. And then Christmas, they do the same thing. So again, golf cart parades, they decorate for Christmas and it's just, it's really fun. And it, it brings a little more magic than if you were staying at like a regular value resort, because these are people that are wanting to share their own magic with you while you're in Disney World. So I think it's super fun when they, you know, do that. And you're at Fort Wilderness. So like you have the horse area, um, you have all the, you know, localized food and shops and all that stuff too. And Hoop to Do Review is yeah. also amazing. Fort so. Wilderness has its own culture. Yeah. Like for, of any other resort, yeah, like does. Fort Wilderness has its own culture. Yeah these people that have these memories that go back decades that go like, it's, it's a wild, you don't feel like you're in Disney world when Mm -hmm. you're there. You really don't. No. Yeah. Yeah. And people like go to the same campsites every year for like 20 years. And you know, you go on the go cart and you your golf cart and you stop and you talk to these people and like, Oh, I come every year. I get the same pad. I got the same, this, I change the decorations. I hand out this hand out that. Like, I think last year people were handing out like beer and like actual like wrapped presents and we were like, do we do we need to bring like stuff to like exchange? You know what am I doing? Yeah, it was so I think, cool. I think having if you have an RV, if you have access to a camper, things yeah. like that, then like of course it's extremely convenient. And if you if you already enjoy camping, I mean, there you get to camp at Disney World, which is really cool. Yeah, so, it's awesome. So yeah, I agree with that. Unfortunately, I'm boring, and I got the same too as you guys. Um, See, that's why I was like, I got to bring in campsites the in there, and that like brings it over the edge. You know what I mean? And like, it, it's the value for the yeah. transportation, for the food, for the feels. Yeah, you you just kind of have to intertwine yeah. it. And all. it's not that much more expensive yeah. to stay at like Pop or AOA, depending again on where you are in AOA, than it is to stay at All Star Music, yeah. and then you hop on the Skyliner. So it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, exactly. I think, you know, and again, um, don't th- don't just take our word for it. Reach out to a Mickey Travels agent and they'll help you book your trip. But I think, you know, when you start looking into pricing and everything like that, not only will you find that the value of Art of Animation or Pop Century is great, but you know, in my opinion, since they got the Skyliner, since they got that perk, it's gone from a value level resort to to me, it's like a moderate resort. Like you might, you might like the room or the feel of a moderate resort more than one of those two. But I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think the car section of art of animation is incredible. I think that the finding Nemo section section. is really cool. The Lion King section is cool. Like they, they have really cool theming. Pop century is very well done. And the fact that you have that, they're also right next to each other. You can kind of walk in between 
the two of them, but it, yeah. it's just, they have, they have that perk of the Skyliner and it, and it makes a huge difference. Transportation is a huge deal when it comes to staying on these resorts. And, and it's a huge reason why I picked my next four really. So let's jump into moderates. Uh, next up, which I, I personally found to be, uh, more difficult of a section, obviously. Um, I found Deluxe to be the most difficult because I love all the Deluxe resorts, to be honest with you. But let's jump into the the moderate level resorts next. Um, so let me go over exactly what the moderate resorts include, or the list of moderate resorts, rather. Uh, and that includes Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, Disney's Port Orleans Resort French Quarter, Disney's Port Orleans Riverside in the cabins at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort as well. There are some changes going on with the Fort Wilderness cabins where they're being updated and things like that. But regardless, um, what are your guys's two um, that you picked for this section uh, Kristen, you can go first. Uh, okay, so my two moderates were Port Orleans French Quarter and Caribbean Beach. So one, I have a lot of memories at French Quarter, so I just like it. Two, the size. I love that it's small. Um, you can just get wherever your room is. It is not a long haul over to the main building if you want to grab something to eat or if you want to, you know, you get your little mug. You want to fill her up with some tea at the end of the night. Um <laughs> Jesse knows I like to get a cup of tea yeah. on the cruise before bed. So it's not like a long walk to or from. You can get to wherever you're going really easy. You have the benefit of, like Jared was saying before, using Port Orleans Riverside for like the horse and carriage. Right? You have like all of that really close. And um, so I do love that. And then I picked Caribbean Beach again, just transportation. I It's newer. Um you know, they have the Skyliner there. They have recently redone the rooms. There's a lot of dining options there, but it's just big, which is why, like, personally, I wouldn't, you know, if you like just to, they have that inter bus loop. So it's like you have to go just from point A to point B. You could get on a bus and they need another bus. Like, again, bus yeah. is not always the way to go. So, but again, the Skyliner. So you're just a hop, skip, and jump away from Hollywood Studios and Epcot. And that, again, mm. is kind of worth it. So, yeah, I I agree. I mean, I those those are my two because I like with, Jesse and me. I, yeah, I know we like the same kind of resorts. But the thing is, like with French Quarter, I mean, you get beignets for one. Those beignets, so good. So good. Um, and I think they have one of the coolest pools on property. They have like this ginormous dragon going through. Yeah. Um, and then they're just, they're so fun. All the colors are amazing. They have really fun little alligators outside all playing music. And um, it's just a really, really fun resort. And then you can walk to Riverside, which is the best. And you can go see Yeehaw Bob, pow, pow, while you're at it. Um, just hang out, <laughs> hang out with Yeehaw Bob at River Roost, which you got to go see him because he's amazing. Shout out to Yeehaw Bob. Um, and then, yeah, Caribbean Beach. With Caribbean Beach, yes, you have the Skyliner. Yeah, it's beachy. It's very islandy. It's very different than a lot of the other hotels on property. And I love the fact that I can just hop over to the Riviera and get some snacks because I like their snacks. Yeah, for food at <laughs> So Riviera. it's just, it's the walkability and the transportation, really, that, that makes all the difference for me. Yeah. Um, so let me just preface this okay we work for a disney blog we go to the parks multiple days a week none of us three are famous we're not we're not molly mccormick we're not tim tracker we don't get recognized every time we go to the parks it's just not it's not it's not us maybe someday who knows but i have been recognized just once from the mickey blog podcast okay and happened at epcot and this guy came up to me and he said hey are you jared from the mickey blog podcast and i said yeah I was like, nice to meet you. I, you know, I appreciate you for listening to the show. And he goes, goes, yeah, uh, great show. He's like, when those two girls get on the same side, uh, it's hard to get a word in, huh? And I, and I just started laughing um, because of many episodes, I do talk more than both of you guys. Yeah. But when you guys get on the same side about things, <laughs> then I just get outnumbered and things get ugly. The moral of the story, yeah, that's uh, I how, disagree that's with how, uh, my husband options. and. Um, <laughs> Jesse's fiance feel too. <laughs> yes, savvy. It, 
It's great. It's really fun. Um, so basically, uh, just to sum that up, I disagree. Uh, my two options. <laughs> I disagree. Are, are Coronado Springs and Port Orleans Riverside. So nice. Port Orleans Riverside, a lot of the same reasons you guys were talking about. I just personally like Riverside more. Um, I just find it more like quaint and, and gorgeous to look it at. Is. Um, and I love that you can just walk right over to French Quarter and enjoy the the aspects of French Quarter, but it's I enjoy them more like, exactly. Uh, but I get to, you know, um, I get to have a less dragony pool and, and just, <laughs> and serpent. walk around. But there's yeah, a- whatever. I also saw otters once, like live like wild otters swimming around in the river at Riverside. And that I like sounds... stopped and just watched them yeah. for a while. It was a very sounds like random right. a big magical point. Disney moment. It was very cool. Um, so, so yeah, no, basically stay at Port Orleans for the, for the otters. Your otters. otters. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's why I love Port Orleans Riverside. Also, I love the boating system at Disney Springs. I think the it's boats. such a huge perk. Love you know, having those boats to go to Disney Springs, is, it's a huge perk. It really is because Disney uh, Springs yeah. is it's open late and it's a great way to end your night or if you want dinner or if you just want a peanut butter cold brew from Gideon's, you know, whatever or you want. Or if you just want to ride um, a boat. Or if you just want to ride a boat, you can just ride the boat, boat back and forth and yeah. tell the boat driver is like, uh, we're a little concerned. Hey, about some Jesse. of those uh, drivers <laughs> play really bopping music. And then the other drivers are really witty. So it just depends on what kind of driver you get. I love that. Sometimes they don't talk to you and that's okay too. But sometimes they're really cool. You guys have a really unique way of just using your hands an excessively (laughs) amount. Which for our listener listener out there, you can't uh, see it. But um, no, but the other moderate resort I got to stay at pretty recently, a few months ago, I covered um, an event for um our blog and everything um and got to stay at coronado springs for a few nights with my coworker miranda and we had an amazing time um you know just walking around those grounds it was incredible that is one of the downsides to that resort is it doesn't have the special transportation it doesn't have boats yeah. or skyliners or monorails it just has buses which is a downside but when you walk around that resort the pools are incredible the restaurants and the bars are so cool. Some of the lounges are like blew me away. Um, like the art pieces inside, it's themed after like Barcelona and Spain and everything. It's just so cool. It's very pretty. And the, and the Dahlia Lounge up on the top floor is gorgeous. You can, it's like a a rooftop bar at Disney. So definitely worthwhile, in my opinion. Like a deluxe, like quality resort priced at a moderate yeah. uh so yeah. that's why i like that resort but jumping into the uh final big big conclusion here yeah. folks we're gonna jump into the deluxe resorts which the Walt Disney world deluxe resorts that, let me just preface this it's freaking impossible to choose this they're all so amazing i love all of them they I all have all their them, own but i perks. didn't have a problem <laughs> no i had a big problem well we know did you mm-hmm. i I had a big problem too. And frankly, I'm like, I want to just like get mine over with because I'm just going to get grumpy at the fact that I couldn't choose. Go for it, Jared. Yeah, you go first, Five or six. Go ahead. (laughs) Go first. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get me out of the way. Well, first of all, the Walt Disney World Deluxe Resorts include the Animal Kingdom Lodge, Disney's Beach Club, Disney's Boardwalk, Disney's Contemporary, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, the Polynesian Village, Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Disney's Yacht Club. And then you also have a few of those um, wonderful uh, DVC, more centric properties, which brings me, which reminds me, we didn't even get to cover like Old Key West and some of the other resorts uh, that are also DVC. But we, they didn't make our list anyways. But either way, uh, Saratoga Springs is another great deluxe resort. Um, So, so yeah, jumping right into my two specific options though when it comes to deluxe uh, resorts. Um, for me, obviously the Riviera, again, I got engaged there, so I do have fond memories, but I also just love the resort. I mean, you have incredible transportation there with the Skyliner. I now love that walk almost as much as I love the boardwalk, you know, walk loop. You get I like to that walk enjoy- more. Yeah, you get to walk to Caribbean Beach, so you get to really enjoy a lot of those options over there too. 
Um, the pools are, you know, maybe not incredible, but they're very, very nice. And I love, love the quick service and the dining options over at Riviera. And then now with, um, you know, having a rooftop restaurant, uh, that, you know, plays a huge part in, in that, um, entire resort being where it is for me. Um, the, the views you get up there are gorgeous. Um, so, so it's hard not to love that one a lot. Um, and then for me, the beach club is the other one because, you know, what's better than being able to take a Skyliner to Epcot, (laughs) being able to walk into Epcot, you know, it's even better. And you get the best pool on property. That's not an argument, by the way, that's like statistically factual. (laughs) That is a fact. Um, thank you. I, I, I actually have Kristen on my side on this. Is this what it feels like for you all the time, Jesse? All the time. Nice. (laughs) Let me just relish in this for Isn't a moment. Isn't it nice? I, ha- I have the shoulders. So yes, you can. Wow. Yes. yes. So factual fact of the uh, best pool on property. Um, amazing food, drinks. You got milkshakes. I mean, what else do you want? Those milkshakes are bigger than my head. And you know what? We love them for it. <sighs> All right. So <laughs> Jesse, Kristen, who do you guys have or which resorts do you have as your um, as your two deluxe resorts? Go for it, Kristen. Um, so mine is also the Riviera. I'm wearing the ears um, because we were DVC, my family and I, and we actually own at Riviera. And uh, I was always a really big dream of mine to do DVC. And so when we finally got to do it, and that was the property that was really great. And it's also where I stayed uh, the first trip after the pandemic when we were getting ready to move down here. We were actually closed on our house while we were down here staying at the Riviera on a vacation and then like six weeks later moved down here. So I have a lot of good memories. That's awesome. And yeah, all the other things that Jared said, the dining is great. The transportation is great. Um, They do have some unique merchandise, which Jared didn't touch on. So like the artwork that they have displayed throughout the hotel are all famous pieces of artwork that then they've added little Disney character touches to. And then you can actually go to the gift store and you can purchase them through like a kiosk. So I think that that's like a super fun way to bring home a little Disney magic and then have it not be like Disney magic in your house and little touches. So I think that that's a really cool feature. And then I love them all and I really couldn't pick because I have memories at all of them and they're just great. And so that's my preface to saying that the next one I picked was the Polynesian. And again, memories. I remember when it was just one of the only hotels there. So I've stayed there a bunch of times. There's a lot of history that happened there. Like the Beatles broke up there technically because John Lennon signed paperwork there, which is a cool fact. Um, I stayed there for my 40th birthday this past year, which was like a great memory with my family. <laughs> I like how you put that alongside the Beatles breaking up. Like they're both equally <laughs> they're as both important. E- to me, they're both equally. A lot of huge like, facts happened there. Cool. The Beatles broke up. Christian's 40th birthday. <laughs> 40th birthday. Like... These are all things that <laughs> oh, yeah. are major historical things. That Massive, monumental, Massive. historical moments. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like for me, it's cool. Um, so I have that memory and it's just like, their pool is pretty They're Like the lounges are great. You have Tambu lounge, you have Trader Sam's captain cooks is usually really good in different food. Delicious. Just, yeah. Then you have the dole. You can get a dole whip there. Like what other resort can you get a dole whip at? Uh, you can't. Mm. So it's just, there's a lot of stuff there that kind of like tipped it over <laughs> the edge for me, but I mean, they're all awesome in their own way. They all bring something unique. So it was difficult to decide that's why i went with the one i went with yeah i get it i, I look <laughs> I this is this is hard okay yeah, and I'm, I'm glad at least kristen and i lined up on one resort we did. Fun. Um, yeah and f- frankly topolino's terrace is a huge selling point for me yeah. you know i know you mentioned like the merch but guys i if you can't tell i like rooftops but yeah. you can go up there and also little perk just to throw it out before uh, i hand the baton over to Jesse and stop stealing her time. Um, you know, if you don't have a reservation at Topolino's Terrace, you can go sit at the bar and still enjoy the rooftop views. So just a little added perk little there fun for you. Fact. But yeah, go ahead, Jesse. I do have to eat there. I have not eaten there yet. It's really um, good. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I, I want a reservation. I want a table, but they're very hard to get. <laughs> so I haven't done that yet. Um, so obviously I have Grand Floridian and then my other one is Polynesian. So I mean, just like you said, Kristen, like 
I love Ohana. I love Trader Sam's, um, even their character breakfast, just their normal breakfast at Cook's, their regular day dining, like their meatballs are amazing. I Honestly, it's the views and the food. Like I yeah. love the views and the food. Um, and I love the monorail transportation. I just, I love how it original it is. It's just, I know that they've done upgrades, you know, here and there and they've changed some things, yeah. but they've still tried to keep the originality of it, which I really like. Um, and I love the smell when I walk in, I just walk in and I'm just like, yeah, Polynesian. And it smells like uh, the Polynesian again now. If it doesn't, I know it smells like the Polynesian and it's amazing. I love it. Um, so yeah, the poly is, you know, again, I have a lot of memories there too. So with us staying at the Grand Floridian a lot, we always went over to the Polynesian. It's, you know, a walk away. It was so easy. Um, I wonder what your next one's going to be. The Grand Floridian. I already said that, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> said it in the beginning. Um, but yeah, the Grand Floridian is my top top. But that's, again, because I have so many memories there. But I also really love their food, their drinks. Enchanted Rose is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's just a nice atmosphere to just relax and have drinks. Even if you have kids, like we were there with Kristen and yeah. her kids, with me and my fiance, her and her husband. And it was still adult time with having her kids there because it was just relaxing. Um, and then if you haven't had Gasparilla's mac and cheese, mm-hmm. you really need to get on that. It's very good. It's very good. You really need to get on that. You do. I, I, I got, I'm not going to lie. I, I stayed at the Grand Floridian before. I do love it a lot. This is why this whole deluxe section is so difficult. Yeah. You know, it when, is. when, when I started hearing Kristen talk about the Polynesian, I'm like, well, I messed up, you know, because <laughs> yeah. there's nowhere else I can get a Lapu Lapu, go down and sit on the beach down there, yeah. watch yeah. the fireworks and have a grand old time and also order some noodles. It's it's a wonderful place for all of those things. Um, those are all things I love quite a bit. Yeah, that's true. And also, guys, just throwing it out there. We didn't even really talk about neither. None of us talked about Animal Kingdom Lodge. Or Wilderness Lodge, both amazing resorts. I mean, they're amazing, but this is the point we're trying to make here, guys. Is you can't really go wrong. Yeah. All right. They're, I also love Old Key West, which you mentioned slightly earlier. But like Old Key West is so Key Westy, and it's beautiful. I love it. And Olivia's like is delicious back there. It's kind of like hidden and secluded back there. It is. I kind of like it, you know. Yeah. But. Overall, you really can't go wrong at any of these resorts. I mean, no. even you, the All Stars—they're exactly. They're great. I've stayed at all of them, and I've and I've enjoyed it every time. Um, and you know, it, just getting the perks of being in that Disney bubble, being able to enjoy all that—it's—it's it's a huge deal. And it beyond is. that, the we already talked about transportation. We talked about certain aspects of location um, with a lot of these resorts, restaurants, which I believe. Nearly all the best Disney restaurants are located at the uh, Walt Resort. Disney World resorts. So you really can't go wrong. And, you know, when you do go to book one of these, hopefully you got convinced by my perfect, really no flaws list. But when you do, of course, as we mentioned earlier, please do contact Mickey Travels, where an agent can not only book it all for you, set you up exactly the way they best know how at no additional cost. So, do check them out for that. And um, yeah, uh, I really got nothing else to say. Now I want to go uh, just just go to all these Disney resorts. So after this, I'm going to get my car and that's it. it I want to go know. to the poly and eat some noodles. I know. That's life. Life is hard for us Disney <laughs> locals who can do that on a whim. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, as always, we just want to thank you guys for supporting the Mickey Blog Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. You can tune into future episodes. We've got new episodes coming out every single Friday on whatever platform is best. And if you ever want to watch us, you can watch our episodes on YouTube where every episode does get dropped. To support Mickey Blog, please support our blog over on the website. And beyond that, of course, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that fun jazz, as I like to say. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in to another fun episode. I'm Jared. I'm Jesse. I'm Kristen. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.